Hey guys, this is Marty Grass with Mag Man Podcast, and today I'm going to talk about how big should your website be. Uh, I get that question a lot, especially when uh, people are talking about hiring us to build their website. Uh, they really wonder how many pages they actually need, and you know it really comes down to your objective. So today I'm going to talk about five considerations and four different types of websites, uh, you know, in regards to size. So uh, just to start with the categories or, or size of the websites, we sell. Uh, basically three different types. Uh, there's a one page, there's a five page, and then there's a 30 plus page uh, website. Now, each one of these, you know, has different company behind it, different objective, different product, different services. So we always recommend different things. Uh, and budget, of course, is a consideration as well. Uh, but I'll kind of break it down. So the one page website you get away with, uh, most of the time, if you have a very simple offering and a single call to action, like there's nothing that people would need to do except for the one thing to take that next step. So for us, the, the one pages we've developed has been like, uh, recently it's, it's our family, uh, yearbook.com. Uh, she has a yearbook uh, that she'll create for your family. She's a photographer and you send her the images and she'll lay it out and make you a very high quality uh, product at the end of the year. Uh, so it's, it's very simple to explain. And, you know, there, we could actually fit all the content onto a single page for somebody to take action, which would be basically to just sign up. Uh, so that's an example of a one pager. Now, once you get to, you know, she had a bunch of options on that, or she had multiple you know, types of yearbook, or she would do the photography for you, or, you know, if, if the, the more complicated you get with the offering, the less you'll be able to explain on a single page. Now, some people will say like, oh, no, I could fit anything on a single page, but that page is going to turn into, it's going to be like a mile long. People are going to be scrolling forever. And even if you have jump points where, where it appears like there's multiple pages, uh, the other side of that is that you can only really optimize a single page for a single keyword phrase. So in terms of SEO, you might have, you know, 10,000 words on that page, but you've only, you can only optimize it for a single keyword term. So is that going to rank? I don't know, but, uh, you know, that's one of the drawbacks of having a single page. Now, a five-page website, I call this more of a brochure. So if you have uh, kind of static content, like things don't change very much with your business, and you just want to display, have a nice display, you know, information and, and some click points so people can interact with the website a little bit, uh, but you're not going to be adding to it. It's not going to change very much. Uh, you know, what you see is what you get. So, you know, in that case, a five, five I'd say five to 10 page website um, could actually satisfy that. You get your about page, services, contact, you know, FAQs, you know, you, you got, it has a good amount of content, but it's still not, uh, you know, super interactive and it's not going to change very much. And so you could get away with a five, you know, or, or around five page website. Now, the other side, you know, I call this at this level, your website turns from a brochure or a sales piece into what I like to call a resource. So, you know, ideally your website is somewhere that people could trust to have the information they need instead of having to go search for it on Google. So let's say, uh, you know, you're a mechanic and you have a website where you've explained uh, you know, 500 issues that any car could have and, and some general guidelines on how to fix that. Uh, then people start looking to you uh, to go to your website rather than to go to Google and find the information from whoever. Uh, you know, that's a resource website. So resource website is huge and never stops growing because that's kind of the point. 
Um, I mean, if you started with a thousand pages, but you're never going to get to that level in one go because it's it's just way too much work. Uh, so what we do in this case is you know kind of categorize the information and make it uh, you know intuitive in terms of you creating new content. So we'll give you some content types to create. We'll set up a database, and then it's up to you to fill up that database with good information. And you know, grow it from there. You know, another type of big website that we do is uh, for chambers, where you have tons of, you know, different businesses, and you have tons of people, and you have tons of events. You know, that's that's a directory website, and so that's another way to have a giant list of information, and become a resource or a content platform. So, which one should you do? Uh, again, there's five considerations. And I'm going to kind of just list them. They're sort of in order, but, you know, it really just depends on, on who you are, what your industry is. Uh, so number one is how much time do you have to manage the website? You know, a lot of people say, yeah, I want to do it. I want to get that organic traffic going. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. But at the end of the day, it's, it's a lot of work, and it never stops. So even, at, you know, because we build the website, and it's a lot of work. There's, there's a million different moving pieces, and it's pretty exhausting by the time you get to the, like, okay, it's launch time. And that's the starting point. So, you know, if you're exhausted just from building the website, it's, it's going to be tough for you to keep growing it because that was the, you know, just the basics of getting started. So, uh, you know, how much time do you have to manage it? Do you have, you know, an hour a day? Do you have five hours a day? Do you have zero hours a day and, and really no time at any point? You know, if that's the case, then, yeah, one-page website or to ten-page website, that's, that's where you want to live. And just focus on – if you're going to do anything online, just focus on your, your social media posting because to build the website into a, a you know, tour de force is going to take way too much effort. Uh, next is how much money do you have to invest? So, and this isn't just for building the website itself, but it's, it's really for the ongoing fees that are going to be associated with growing a massive database of content because you'll have hosting expenses. You'll have, you know, maybe graphic design expenses, writing expenses. If you're going to outsource that video expenses, photography expenses, you know, there's a lot of stuff. If you're going to maintain a growing dynamic website that you just have to have. Now, if you're able to do all these things yourself, great. You know, then you don't, you're not investing money, but you are investing time. So that goes back to the, the question number one. Because um, if you don't have the time, but you still want that research website, then you have to you have to budget it because, you know, as much as you'd like to be involved in it, you just, you might not have the, the time to do it and you're going to have to outsource at least some of the components and that's going to cost you money. So, so if you don't have the money and you don't have the time, then yeah, just, you know, stay with the brochure website. You're you, you know, it'll perform and you could always improve it. And maybe in the future you could grow it. But right now, you know, don't try to make a database of content because it's just, it's too much work and you don't have time or money to invest in it. All right, next up, uh, do you plan on using paid advertising? This is sort of a budget question, but it's also in consideration to how big you need to make your website. Because let's say that you you are not into content marketing. You don't want to generate a bunch of content. You don't care. So, but you have money. You know, and so you don't have to have a huge website. If you have 10, say you have 10 products that you're selling online, you know, you might need a 15 to 20 page website once you incorporate your contact about, 
uh, FAQs, terms of service, shipping. You know, there's a, a few different pages you need, but it doesn't have to be an enormous website. You could get away with, you know, 10 to 20 pages. That's not, that's not huge if you plan on using paid advertising because paid advertising, uh, you know, will do the work for you in terms of getting you traffic. So instead of having to do all the organic approach to uh, marketing online, you could just spend money, you know, test your, your advertising. I'm not saying that it will lead to sales, but, you know, it, it'll go a long way to gain you the traffic you need to, to make money online. So if you're using paid advertising, you might not need a million pages on your website. Now, it's always going to enhance the business, but starting out and whether you want to focus on it and figure it out, you know, if you're using, if you plan, I'm going to spend fifty thousand dollars a month on paid advertising. You know, then you're better off managing that how that fifty thousand dollars is used than focusing on content marketing and that kind of stuff. Uh, so next up, uh, what industry are you in? Now there are some industries where the expectation is that you have a lot of content. You just can't get away from it because it's your industry. If you're a magazine, you need to have tons of content on the website because people expect you to have a digital component to your print side uh, of the business. So you, you have to have a huge website and you need to plan budget and uh, you know have the time to manage that uh, accordingly. So, uh, you know, the industry matters. Now, some industries, you know, e-commerce too, you know, the number of pages is just going to be related to the number of products you have. Uh, so that's going to dictate rather than anything else. Uh, it, you know, if you're a blogger, if you're a leadership type person, you, you're going to have to have quite a bit of content on the website itself, just because that's the expectation. You are supposed to be a resource, a resource of information. So if you don't have that information on your website, Eh, you're just not going to be considered that, you know, you, you could have, you know, I'm trying to think of a way you could get away from it. But no, no, if you if you expect to be an educational resource, you, you should have a lot of information on your website. All right. Uh, you know, and again, if you if because yeah, I've worked with some construction people where they have, you know, these big jobs or maybe government contracts where they don't even look for business because it just comes to them all the time. They're just established, don't need to do it. They could get away with a smaller website because it's just a, it's to prove they exist, you know, in case anybody looks them up. And it's maybe to show a portfolio. So you might have, you know, 10 projects you worked on and the pictures of the projects. And, and in, you know, some cases we just do a feed from your Instagram to have that show on the website. So, hey, you're active. Here's what we do. Done. You know, you don't have to have a huge website for that. You could get away with a portfolio brochure website. All right, next up, uh, are you selling services or products? Uh, this is a, a big deal, and I've mentioned e-commerce a few times, but yeah, in e-commerce, you might have 600 products. That's a giant website. That's enough to manage that you don't need to have anything else unless you really want to focus on content marketing and you know building that community aspect, then you, you'll need more pages. Uh, but the products themselves are the page count for you. Uh, now, services, I think you need a lot of pages because, you know, especially if it's a service that you might, one, have a lot of competition on or two, need to explain, then the more content you put on your website, you'll, you'll have two sides to it. One, you can get more prospects because you become a resource. Or two, you don't have to pick up the phone as much because your website is doing the operational side of customer service for you. So you don't have to, you know, be picking up the phone to answer a question you've answered 5,000 times. You could do a blog post. You could shoot a video explaining it. You could, you know, post it all over the website, FAQs. And then now your, your website has more of a value than just marketing. It becomes a operational asset where it's doing at least some of the work for you. 
Uh, and this isn't even getting into the, you know, the AI side or the chatbots or, you know, things that you could add to the website that will, um, you know, do some of the customer service for you. I just, you know, if you just have a big database of information and you say, hey, go here, it'll answer all your questions, then, or it's even for you. So you could just grab that link, send the link versus having to type out an answer every single time. It's, uh, I, I think, you know, from the service side, it makes a lot of sense to have more pages on your website. So there you have it. Uh, those are kind of the, you know, a few categories of the websites that you might have, as well as five, you know, key considerations for how big you could expect to grow your website or how big it might be to, to succeed online or be necessary to succeed online. Uh, so if you have any questions, please let me know. Otherwise, you can find out more about me at markdegress.com or my business, uh, megamadwebsites.com.